Welcome to the Breaking Wax Podcast. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Breaking Wax Podcast. This episode is with uh, Brandon, uh, my buddy Bro Namath. The intro is a little different. He's not on with me right now. Um, this is the first time I've video recorded the podcast and then downloaded the audio to put on here for those that just want to listen to it. Um, so I'm going to upload that audio after this introduction. And then I'll update all my links and stuff with the video once all that goes through. But without a doubt, I wanted to get this out. Some people express one, the video of it, um, which is kind of weird to me. Not that people wanted to just see myself on video talking and doing the things I do. But uh, I appreciate everyone. And uh, please enjoy this episode. There's a lot to talk about. A lot of drama and a lot of things going on in the card hobby. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Thank you. See, it says like live broad, like broadcast, but not, is it broadcasting on StreamYard? Is it broadcasting? It's not on YouTube yet. It will be. But oh, I have no idea. It says live on my side. I think that just means it's recording, right? I think so. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, here and, we are. And then I guess once you're done, you just like click done and it's saved. Yeah, and then should be able to edit it. But um, here we are, the first uh, live podcast for the Breaking Wax podcast. I guess I should. I'm Don Breaking Wax, and this is Brandon or Bro Namath on Instagram. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on the uh, most historical episode thus far. Twice now. You did my first regular podcast, too. Yeah. Breaking barriers. I did send the uh, poll kings. uh, Shaft's supposed to come on, too, but I've not seen a response yet. So that's cool. There's plenty plenty to talk about. Um, So what do you think of all this uh, grading drama going on? Which which drama? <laughs> I mean, I, so I guess it's alleged, right? Do we say alleged? I don't know how this works now that we're on video because I've never done this before. But um, the name that the name the name who stays uh, unnamed. I think so. I mean, we could yeah. we can make we can it could be funny. I think right, like rhymes yeah. with spanks or thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, allegedly and this is all rumors like well so i think some of it's rumors because i've been getting a lot of email or not email dms or messages and then in group chats i've been seeing a lot of info too where allegedly there's sixty thousand plus cards either stopped grading or done grading or somewhere in that process um and the bulk grader or subber or subber is uh can't pay for them and uh and because of that, the cards aren't going to come out. And I, th- I think for me, there's uh, one guy, Garnett Sports Cards. Um, he was he did a couple lives this week. And for me, I think what people are missing on is that. And PSA, I, I hope they prove me wrong 100%, but they do not care about all the collectors and the fact that they're not getting their cards. I mean, I think that's why they have the middleman, right? Like, so instead of dealing with, a thousand customers they deal with one guy or one person or company that submits all the cards you know it's mm-hmm. less of a headache for them easier to keep track for them and there's only well, that, one bill one that, bill that's what right they, that that's what they wanted i mean they, they pushed right. this um when you know the card market started to boom they, they said okay well the group server could get preferred turnaround times and we'd much rather this and i think they were even doing cheaper pricing 
um, yep. with, with group suburbs versus doing it yourself. And they said it was more organized. It wasn't so chaos. And it helped with getting things done quicker because it was done correctly. They pushed this. They got us to this point, you know, and they've created this monster. And we've heard nothing but horror stories time and time again with different group suburbs. Um, you know, fortunately for me, I haven't been involved in any of those. And I don't think you have either, but yeah. we, we hear them. And then the one that's coming to light now is just, I, I think it's a, a snowball effect, right? It's been happening for so long. Like these subs were out before PSA closed and they're still not back. And now they're coming back and some people are bailing out on the subs because they don't want to pay for it because it's worth nothing. Right. And then you've got guys that want the stuff back that are worth something. And uh, those are the people that are getting, you know, screwed over right now. You know, some of our friends, some of our good friends in the hobby are like, I can't get my stuff out and I already paid. Why should I pay again? Uh, it's sad. Yeah, I think right. PSA is in a, I think PSA is in a bad spot. I think uh, group suburbs are not going to fare well after or if this ever gets out. Yeah, and I think the one thing that I was super surprised by today in the um, group chat was uh, <clears throat> supposedly someone had paid for the extra or faster service and then it got sent economy anyway. So the, the sense that person paid twice for a sub already and they might have to pay a third time to get their cards out. So, and that's not the first time I've heard of that. Um, and that in this particular grader or subber who's having these issues, um, he's not the only one I've heard of that, right? Where you send out a card and you're like, okay, well, I thought I paid for this. Why is it taking so long to come in? You're reaching out to them and the in the ba the best excuse you can give is well PSA is just slow you know right. like everything's backed up right now nothing's being done quickly who knows how many people have been you know sniped like this I'm sure a ton I'm sure a ton yeah I guess that's like a, a dirty secret I never even thought about that and and the way they were so backed up it was a great excuse or a lie um, to charge double and have people send in a 20 day um, thinking they send a 20 day instead it was a 45 or a bulk sub and just like you said, like, yeah, oh, well, the shit's taking forever. What are you going to do? You know? And as a collector, you're shit out of luck when those bulk subbers send your stuff and you have no control. Like you can't look in PSA where it's at. Can't check on your cards. PSA, you can't, it's not like you can email PSA and be like, I sent these cards in with the suburb. They're going to tell you to check with that person, not with them. So. Yep, exactly. And that's why PSA prefer it that way. Right. They didn't right. have to worry about dealing with, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Where's my sub at? Yada, yada, yada. So go ahead. Deal with the group sub people. Yeah, it's all, um, it looks like VGS is bringing back $60 um, sub with subgrades. Um, I know you're rolling your eyes because, but I, <laughs> why are you rolling your eyes? Tell me. Uh, for two reasons. I think BGS could have really had gained a ton of market share if they would have stayed open if they would have made sure to have those more economy levels open, I think they would have done a great job. And I think a ton of people would have subbed to them. And I think they would have taken a ton of market share, but they didn't. They just followed what PSA did and they did an even shittier way of doing it. And they are, their grading system, you know, they, they grade really harsh lately, especially as you and I know, right? Sending a, a pack pulled card from a breaker and they tell me that the auto is altered. How's that happen? And I paid $250. Yeah, Trace. I paid $250 for that sub and didn't get my money back. The, um, the VP of the region said that, oh, yeah, send it back in. I'll grade it. And I said, no, you can, you can kick rocks. And I sent to PSA and they got 1010. So, I mean, it just the nine fives aren't there either. There's no value in the nine fives at the current price point. 
unless you think it's really borderline going to be a PSA nine, but it can be a nine five, then maybe. Uh, but it's still a, it's still a gamble. You send in ten, and you get five nine fives, and the other five are nines. You send it to PSA, you get five or six PSA tens and four PSA nines. Huge price difference in, on the resale right. market. The huge price difference in a PSA nine and a BGS nine, also. Yeah, and especially a nine ten. Nine ten PSA yeah. sells for far more. Yeah, it's a, it's like a, we were just on the Luca Tiger podcast, and and we were talking about. Um, grading and like I, I know for me I, I wanted another grading company to come in and succeed but they've all shot themselves in the foot like people already prefer PSA or BGS even though BGS grades harder like you said and in my opinion too um, so why would you pay to grade with another company to get harder grades and then not be able to sell that card already because it's already with another company you know what I mean it just doesn't make any sense it, it doesn't. It's not worth it anymore. Unless you're sending like a super thick card like National Treasures or, you know, RPA, which, you know, it's uh, the subgrades really matter in those type of cases. I think then you go. But besides that, you just go PSA. It sells yeah. quicker, too. A lot of people that are newer in the hobby prefer PSA over BGS. Yeah, they do. And and I saw those numbers and I, I know the numbers didn't include like everything PSA grades or it didn't say like a breakdown of what it was, but it said like three million things mm-hmm. are graded by PSA. And then I think BGS was, was still in the hundreds of thousands, right? That were, that were sold on eBay, right? Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, I mean, I could pull it up, I guess, but yeah, but still those 3 million and 300,000, whether it was items or graded things, that's still it's huge, it's huge, difference. huge, huge yeah. difference. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to the, the suburb. I, God, what, I mean, if it was 60,000 cards, Someone was saying it was like four million dollars. I don't think that's right. I mean, even um, if you did. I mean, I, I I've heard it's in the the million plus range. Um, again, there's just there's a lot of gossip. There's a lot yeah. of talk on the back channels between people. A lot of the uh, bigger names and accounts know about it. Have known about it since November. It's uh, it's sad because there's a lot of people in this situation who are you know tom dick and harry from you know wisconsin that they don't have any network uh they were going off of what these um instagram influencers were saying who to use which was this group suburb and those are the people that are most affected by this because they don't have anyone to reach out to to try to get it handled and taken care of they're just blindly going off of faith and hoping that it's getting it back and you know they paid once are they gonna have to pay twice is psa gonna do that i don't know is this even really a thing? Like, is it, yeah, we, we know it's a thing because we know people that are in the predicament, but you know, there's until people start speaking up about it, you know, it's just going to continue to be this thing behind the curtain. Right. Yeah. I think it's crazy because you had all the drama last week with, uh, God, what was last week? It was the backyard thing, right. Where they didn't want to give the Trevor Lawrence away. What else happened and the, last week? The fake Pokemon case, which the I think you and I, Pokemon. Yeah, I think you and I are both on the same page that they already knew that it was fake and they played it this way. But Kahuna yeah. and Mealy are definitely an issue because they didn't think it was fake or they knew. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it was definitely a marketing ploy that was used. Right, which is genius. Um, you know, I just it cracks me up because I said that last week and then the beginning of that video, he literally he says like, "I just lost three point five million dollars to drink my drink," you know. Yeah, um, exactly. Before that, before that video even starts, um, I, I, I did I, see. Go ahead. I don't even think I don't even think money was even exchanged. To be honest, 
Oh, you think it was just all part part of the marketing, and then I, I mean, see again, Sean, Sean put on a story so. that Sean put on a story. Mealy Pops paid him in full into an escrow account, right? No, today he put that he was paid. In, oh, did he? That, okay, gotcha. That but I mean, the hundred fifty million man, young man, or whatever he is, I, I just don't understand. Like, if what's the problem then? Like, pay pay the money he, already and be done with it. He doesn't have the money like a group subber doesn't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that so the back to the group subber thing. I I think I'm not I'm not personally affected by it. Uh, some of our friends are. I think the the shittiest part of the whole thing is that there's people like you and me, right? Um, it could have very well been you and me when all this stuff started, like the card thing started again a couple of years ago. It could have easily been me and you. And we have friends in this situation where they, they had friends that were like, let's grade some cards. And one person knew how to do it. And they're like, yeah, well, I'll get the cards and I'll send them to the suburb. And then now those people have to go back to their friends and be like, I don't know where your cards are or if we're ever going to get them back. It sucks. It's, 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 it's a shitty situation. Like I've obviously I've subbed for like you and a bunch of friends in the past. Um, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. Like, you know, like ha especially when I was like helping prep everything for everyone and sleeve and make sure that there was no fingerprints and get them all prepped into a card saver and then type everything out or write everything out with BGS. Um, it's like a three hour process, four hour process, you know, right. and, and it's, and it's stressful because I, you set it out, you know, you're like, okay, well, I'm in charge of all of my friends' cards that are going to, you know, BGS or PSA. If they get lost, it's on me. You know, if it comes back and it gets lost, it's on me. Everyone's going to ask me every week, have our grades popped, have our subs popped, yada, yada, yada. Right. It's like, Dude, I don't, I don't know. So, you know, it's, um, I can only imagine being in that situation now, knowing that what we know where PSA has these guys' cards and they're just not releasing them because the group subbers hasn't paid. Yeah, I did see um, some text messages, I think, were exchanged with, uh, is it Matt? Matt Turner? Mate Turner? Matt? Mm -hmm. Is it Matt? And uh, yeah. basically, he was saying that the president of PSA is going to make a statement about it. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a public statement or to people involved. Um, but I, I, I personally feel like they don't care about all the collectors. I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen that text. So that's interesting. I just don't know. Uh, like, what can they do? You know, like somebody, like even if I just did the math real quick, so it was sixty thousand cards, and we'll say it was the cheapest. In the last year was what twenty five bucks. That's one point mm -hmm. five million dollars. One point five million dollars. What like as a business PSA? I, why would they give those cards away, graded? No, you can't. Away? I mean, you, you have no. to figure something out. I mean, if you have to go like the the group suburb, but they don't have anything like, clearly because they haven't gotten the, uh, any of the cards out. So. Right. I don't know, dude. It's a weird situation. I'm happy that, you know, I'm not in it. You know, luckily, I, I do feel bad for all of our friends because it's not fair, you know, to have to sit on there. Like, you know, Trees has a lot of stuff in that sub that are pretty good. You know, he has. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he has that Jay-Z Tops Chrome uh, Auto. I think that's pretty penny. And a couple other things that are pretty big, like a Luca Noir RPA. He's got some cool stuff in there. You know, it's, uh, he paid for it. You want your shit back. Is that that hard to ask? <laughs> no no it's crazy I, I think the all the i think most of the rumors and the things are going to come out as being true um i think for me i i'm most interested in knowing um where did all the money go i mean i i think 
I, I, I don't want to like put ourselves in that situation as far as being the ones that proclaim who it is out loud. But I think it's pretty easy to know where the money went. Yeah. 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 I think any, every, anyone that's following or, you know, and, and this person, the suburb, I, I did try to get them to come on the podcast and talk about it. And that was one of the things I was going to ask, you know, and, and I would have been straight up with them. Like, well, where'd the money go? You know what I mean? But now that there's uh, legal or, or lawyers involved, um, you know, I'm, he was advised not to make a public statement or come on the podcast. I'm sure. I, I just think that uh, you have a lot of people in this industry that over the past three years have fallen into a lot of wealth, into a lot of business opportunity that didn't have any business background, uh, didn't know how to run a business properly, or how to manage money and funds, um, how to forecast, do a budget, you know, all these simple things in business that you just you've never done unless you've learned it or you've been involved in it. And uh, money, it, it comes and goes quick, right? So when you're doing these group subs and you're taking money up front, um, should have been putting the money into an escrow account and then taking your profits out of it into your own account. That's how it should have been done. Yep. Yep. That's how that, I would have funny. It. Yeah. No, you're my wife of all people. That's what she said to me. She was like, why didn't you take that money and invest it somewhere? If he's just waiting for these subs to pop. And I was like, you know, that's pretty genius. Actually. I don't know. Especially yeah, that you, amount of money. Yeah. You could have put it in, even on like a conservative 2% index fund or a 4% return. I mean, God, you know, it's, it's a good little return of just sitting there, but at least let it sit there. Don't go and use it as a, uh, a, a interest-free loan for right. you know, startup of business or, or whatever else could have been happening. But when PSA closed shop, you know, like that, that Honeywell just stopped. No yep. more subs came in. People weren't, you know, making their money for, was it like six months or seven months they were closed? It was a good length of time until they brought Super Express back. Yeah, it was, it was a good six months at least. I mean, yeah. I was gone for six months or so, and I think during that time it opened back up, but it was closed before I left. So, it so was like right, six, yeah, like at least six months. So you go six or seven months without any revenue stream coming in for group subs if you're taking it up front. Um, I know KK Cards; he does it where the you pay once the the, the cards pop, the subs pop. Yep. And I and I've heard that he's got stuck with a few subs because people are like, "Well, shit, dude! Like those cards are worth nothing." piss off and just like bounce from the tab. Really? Oh yeah. Cause they don't, they don't hold a credit card or anything on file and you, legally you can't hold a credit card on file, but you know, you, you don't have any backing and they just kind of bounce and you have to sell the cards or whatever you have to do. Cause you're still on the hook. PSA wants their money regardless. That's your situation to deal with. Um, and this other group suburb was taking the money up front to kind of alleviate those issues. And you kind of look at both sides, both sides kind of suck if you're running that type of business. Yeah, yeah, you're basically um, on our end trusting the suburb, and then on the other end, um, you're hoping that your customers are saying, you know, it's an integrity thing on either side of it, really. Um, but yeah, yeah, someone, what did someone say to me that uh, another suburb they know when this happens when people don't pay, they just auction off all the cards and just try to recoup whatever money they can. That's what you have to do, right? Um, especially on these like these bulk orders, they were you know, and I think they were like what fifteen to twenty dollars at one point when people were really flooding them, they're like fifteen twenty bucks, and then you had some like different ones like yeah, like TCG a certain year like ten dollars or twelve dollars or whatever it was, 
So, I mean, those you can auction off and hopefully get, you know, your money back that you paid for the sub itself if you're in this situation. Right. But I, it sucks. I would not want to be in a situation. I, I feel I feel bad for the group subber that we uh, speculate is in this situation because I do like him as a person. I've had conversations yeah, I mean, with him. That, yeah, we we dealt with him for the, the card that, yeah. we, that we just auctioned with uh, Golden. And it was great. I mean, and that's that's the thing that's weird to me is like, he's that backed up and <clears throat> caught up and behind and has this big debt. Why would they let him do it one day on our card? No, yeah, I, I, I think it was. I think it all. And do you feel like lot. we need to look at that bill? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was did gonna... we get double charged on a on an accident? Dude, I, I don't even know that. I'm fuck. I don't know. I mean, I, I think a lot of those subs start to pop, though, in November and December, you know, January. High from time frame. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of just flooded. Our card, interesting enough, uh, we didn't pay until the sub popped, by the way. Right. Right. So we didn't pay until the sub popped on that one. We had a, uh, that's probably the biggest upcharge I'll ever be a part of. So. Hopefully not. Hopefully there's more to come on the horizon. But yeah, that yeah, we paid when the, the sub popped. He gave me a call. I had a good listen, I like him. I've nothing bad to say about him. I just think that business isn't for everyone. And I think if yeah. you don't know how to, to run your your books and your operation, um, what that means staffing or whatever that looks like from a salary position, um, it can drown you quick, man. It can drown you quick. Um what's what's this thing never you high in your own supply? Yeah. Exactly. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Yep. Uh, it's. I just. I think the sad part for me with with the entirety of the whole. Um, I'm, I'm just calling it the junk slab error. Is like. I just checked in my my card room earlier. I have I think like sixty uh, Joe Adele <clears throat> series one rookie cards. Right. That I that I was like at one point like I want to grade all these because I'm couple me like them even though I know it's super up and down. But it's like, I, there's nothing, I can't even do anything with them. I can't grade them. It's not worth it to grade that card at what's the cheapest right now? 150 bucks? 100 bucks. 100 bucks. 100 bucks, right? So it's not worth it for me to grade it at 100 bucks to sell it for 40 bucks or to even have it for my own self. Might Stupid. as well just like uh, capitalize on someone else's stupidity and go on eBay and buy one for 40 bucks. Yeah. And if you were laughing, if, if I told you how many slabs I had right now, like sports card slabs, you'd be like, what? You only have how many? I really think I have less than 100 slabs. Oh, me too. Uh, and then out of that, there's only like five I'd actually want to even keep right now that I would even think about keeping. So, yeah, I, I'm trying to not to have any junk slabs, just good slabs. Same, same. Same. I uh, yeah, I've done pretty good on some trades here lately. So I like trading. I like trading more than anything else. I'd rather trade with someone um, than sell. Because it's like I think, you, you. I think a lot of people ahead. like that. I think a lot of people like that. I think I think trading is one of the biggest aspects in a hobby. You've always been a big trader. Always since you and I first met, you've always been about trading. Um, but looking at every car show they have these trade nights and the trade nights are big people are like super pumped for these trade nights so right i, th I think trading is huge in our hobby yeah i talked to um i can't even say his instagram name but titty subs 
like last week and he was talking about uh he went to trade night and he just fell out of place like he i mean i'm a little older than you um i'll give you that right now while we're on video but uh he was saying it was just weird because it was just a super young crowd and he was like what, what am i gonna do i'm a grown man i'm gonna sit on the floor and like spread my slabs out and be like come trade with me <laughs> I'm, i think yeah. i'm with you um we've been to two shows right since COVID's kind of calmed down. I mean, it upticked again, but we've been to two shows since that stuff opened back up. And I'm besides hanging out with like with the boys, I don't, I don't really think it's for me, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I, I don't, I don't like being on the other side of the table at shows. Um, I do think that you know I would like to make it more of like a weekend thing, right? So if we go right. to a show like with the buddies and hang out like one day we go to the show and we're buying or walking around and, and saying hi to everyone that we know, we know from social media who we've met over the years. Um, but beyond that, man, I'd rather go have a nice steak dinner and hang out and, you know, yeah. do stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. We haven't talked Are you going to try to go to nationals or you don't know yet? I don't know. Maybe kind of see where it's going to go. Um, you know, obviously with, I know Chester's going to go. Chester's always want me to go. I told him I'd go this year. I just don't know if I'm going to. Um, I, re I really want to buy some more comic books, man. I, I'd be more – I would enjoy going to San Diego Comic-Con more than I would Nationals. And I think for a, a few reasons, just because that's more up my alley. I love Marvel. I love, you know, anime and, and Dragon Ball specifically. So I think that would be fun to go to. That's on my bucket list. Like, that is a big bucket list thing. So the problem with – have you been to any of the big Comic-Cons? No, I mean I've been to the Orlando one, which is all right, but the one in San Diego is the is the one. It's the Nationals. Yep. So I, I've only been to New York. I've been to New York twice, and it is a zoo. Yeah. Like you can't even walk. Um, it's just nuts to butts, like wall to wall people. Um, so it's a little crazy. Um, and at that, when I went those two times, I wasn't really looking to buy. My kids were um, looking for Funko Pops. I think my daughter has the world's uh, most expensive uh, Stitch Funko Pop collection. Um, <laughs> and, but that's, but yeah, it would be fun. I, I was thinking Nationals would be fun for me. I, I don't want to sell anything, I don't think. Um, I just want to go and try to get the Jordan rookie card. Um, and then I just think it'd be fun because it's Atlantic City. So we could go do the steak dinner thing gamble a little and hang out you know jersey's not that bad at least that part so we could go to new york too if we really wanted to that would be my preferred destination soho specifically right right i'm, I'm not so me, I, would, <laughs> I have to check the schedule man we could go to a baseball game we could do all kinds of stuff i mean bobby's right there in brooklyn too yeah so. true yeah we can go ahead and harass bobby and get bill to cross over mm -hmm. we can get police escort with bill that'd be nice that would be oh yeah, I didn't think about that. He owes us all the deals that we give him. Dude. <laughs> he, he gets over pretty good on me. Did he he probably he hit, argue not, but he, he hit me up the other day. He was like, Hey, I really want to get your secret wars day. Can you throw it in this lot? And I was like, Okay, well, I'll do this price. And he like was 20 percent underneath that. I'm like, no, bro, I'm gonna give it to you for twenty percent less. I can't give it to you for forty percent off. He's like, Yeah, you're right, man. I'm like, oh wow, you're you're admitting to it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I want you to make money elsewhere if you can. I'm not gonna do my friends like that. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, he he wants this, this Robert to the 
but Robert, I just got the true blue, but I think I'm going to hold on to it since he's, uh, did he fall out of the rankings? I didn't check. Who? Robert who? Pawson. Is it Pawson? Uh, Yeah, I I don't know if he was ever in top 100, actually. I don't think he was. Let me see. I don't think he was, bro, but let me double check. I'll be curious to know where he's at in the yeah, I don't see him in uh, here. Paul Kings just hit me up. Who? Uh, Shep. Is he hopping in? He said, what's cracking? And I just wrote, this is live, and we're on. So let's see what he says. Get his ass in here. Does he he'll, do he'll too? I don't know. I'd be curious to ask him who he subs with, because I know he gets big subs back. I wonder if it's Mikey with Cool Wax or them. I'd yeah, be we'll curious see. to ask. Where he's at. I'm trying to see where he was even ranked, bro. In the athletics organization. If he fell out a little bit. He's 10th right now. I think he dropped a little oh, bit, is bro. Is he really? Mm-hmm. That ain't bad. I think it's worth the... It's a good hold, so... Yeah. I mean, Pineda is above him. It's six. Really? Just never yep. know. Never know. All it takes never is know. one season. I mean, look at, look at Yeah. Well, I think that's it's not scary, but, like, I've been reading these guys' rankings, and then, like, for whatever reason, I always hone in on power. None of these young kids, all their power rankings are, like, 40 to 50, and that's it. Yeah, All I mean, they're like 40, they have, 40, 40. Half, half of them are coming from uh, South America and they haven't had a hamburger yet. <laughs> I tell you, who has had hamburgers, Jason Dominguez has had a few and he's dropped 50 points in the top 100 prospect list. This is terrible. I, I just, I, so I, I take those rankings with the grain of salt only because they're not even playing right now. So, what, what are you basing that off of their Instagram stories? Like, it doesn't matter though. In the hobby, yeah. the rankings are everything, right? I know. Because you shoot up the rankings and the value goes up. You shoot up, you go down and then your value goes down a little bit. So I think you have to care about the rankings and those but they're basing off of a bunch of different factors. I mean, look, his his season in, in low A wasn't great. It was not good by any means. Not for what right. you expected out of him. I mean, Volpe was ripping it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough with these young guys. I, I find it interesting that so many of the Dom rep guys um, go back to Dom rep to train in the offseason. Yeah, it's because when you look at conditions that you're training in, it's far worse. Yeah, than here. I know, but it, I mean, yeah, right. So there's two sides of it. You got Tom Brady who does everything at home. I mean, granted, he's like on a different level, like uh, money wise and all that stuff, but like, I just felt like, you know, the facilities may be a little better here. The coaching might be a little, the nutrition, the sports. I would, I would 100% say the coaching is not better because look what they're producing down there. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. say that. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think a, a lot of those guys have much more family roots than we do here in the U.S., you know, I think a lot of them want to be with their family. So they go right. back home and they take care of their family and they're with their family. So, I mean, look at Wander right now. Wander's training every single day on his Instagram. He's, he looks in great shape. He looks in great shape. So, I mean, I mean, in Cunha, when Acuna came back before last season, I was telling you guys, like, 
by Acuna. Like I'm watching this guy train every single day and he's doing everything he needs to do. He looks like he lost 20 pounds. He looks like he did his rookie season. And sure enough, he came, he was crushing it until he blew his knee out. Um, so I don't know, man. Hey, it worked for Acuna. Is it Acuna or Acuna? I don't know, dude. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> I don't you say, I say you, you say you I say, say tomato, I say tomato. I mean, whatever. Don't bust dude, my I balls in your life. Speaking of uh, card values, though, his hasn't really come down much. I, everyone was trying to argue with me that they did, and I'm sure that they did slightly, but they were still strong after his ACL tear because I was looking to buy. Right, exactly. So they did come down, but they didn't come down like Soto's did. Soto's came way down, then shot back up again. Um, yeah. And he didn't get hurt. He just wasn't. It was really weird because all last year people were like, oh, he's not having a good year. He's not having a good year. And I'm like, he actually is having a good year. And then all of a sudden, it like people slow rolled into it. We're like, holy shit, Soto's having an MVP year. And I'm like, what is going on? Are people not <laughs> watching or paying attention? Like, it's crazy. I, I still think Acuna, it was Acuna's year last year. I feel bad for him, man. He was playing fucking lights out on both ends. And they won without him, too. I know, which is. It's such a bad thing. Yeah. I, I think it, it's one of those things. I like they, they don't publicize this. I think it's always speculated that when contract comes around and I don't even know his contract situation, but it's one of those things. It's almost like a bargaining chip for the club, you know, like, well, we did just win one without you. He's paid peanuts. Is he, he on signed, a, so he's still on the small deal. No, he signed a big extension and it was peanuts. He got ripped off. He was the first one to sign that deal. And his deal was like some odd years for 90 million. It was something terrible. Like really? Wander's yes, bro. It was terrible. Wander's makes his contract look embarrassing. Wonder who his agent is. Oh, it was it was bad, but it was before Soto, before Tatis, before all those guys. Like he was. The, let me see. Yeah, let me find it real did quick. Did Wander get more than uh, Tatis did? I don't know what Tatis's was, but Wander's is massive, dude. Well, I'm surprised that Tampa actually took that dive. And locked him up for that long. Yeah, his extension was a eight year, a hundred million. That's it. Eight year, a hundred million. Eight year, a hundred million. That's what the uh, the seventh the seventh guy, not even the sixth guy on the bench in the NBA gets. I know, dude. It's sad, bro. I, f- I feel bad for him. Good lord, I feel, I feel bad for him. I do too now. I mean, that's yeah. nothing to sneeze at, but like, no. Tatis was fourteen years, three hundred and forty million. Right. So and then Wander's yeah. was eleven year, one hundred and eighty-two million. So Wander essentially got an extra seventy-five million over Acuna. And he's only played what thirty games in the, in the major leagues. That's exactly. Nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, just, I think it's nuts. That, so was Wander's contract coming up? Like, why give a guy – I mean, I know he's been number one for years, but, like, why give somebody almost $200 million for off of 30 games or whatever he plays? I don't, I don't think it was coming up. I think they had him for another two years maybe, I think is what it was. Um, right. But, dude, you got to lock that guy up. That's a generational talent, you know? Like, you got to ride or die with him now, right? Whether you want to, wanted to or not, like, that, that type of talent comes around how often? You know, at the plate, you know, he looked even better in the playoffs. Like he was, he was the Rays' best player in the playoffs, and it wasn't even close. It wasn't close. You think he stays with the Rays long term? 
I mean, we know he's there for at least 11 years. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, but the Rays, they have a habit of trading people, loading up on yeah. prospects, unless they're going to, you know, every once in a while they load up on guys, do a couple big contracts and win, but they're winning without the big contracts. So they always have traditionally. I mean, yeah. and, and their prospect pool is pretty damn good. I mean, Coleman Eras is nothing to, you know, scoff at. I mean, he was ranked above Hearn, go, Hernandez going in on the international prospect lists. And, uh, but Hearn had a great, you know, Dominican League uh, outing. And I don't know if Coleman Eras even played yet in Dominican League. I'm not entirely sure. So that might have gone against him a little bit, but he's nasty too. But he's another shortstop. I mean, how many shortstops are you going to load up on? You move Wander to third, I guess, or second? I don't know. Maybe second, right? I mean, does does he have a gun for third? Uh, he's got a pretty good rifle. Does he? But yeah. I, I think it's interesting. Tampa. I feel like they've they've drafted a shortstop. Let me see. They drafted Jones, right? Greg Jones. Um, was that nineteen? Um, last year they drafted Alika Williams. He's a shortstop. This year they drafted a shortstop. They signed Colmenares. He's a shortstop, and that's just the the top guys. I don't know how many further down the line raise players they sign um shortstops why why so many shortstops i don't get it is it like a sign 20 and hope one breaks through maybe because they know that shortstops sell the best in sports cards so we're able to capitalize on the raise <laughs> and breaks <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know it's weird right it's kind of weird i think it's weird i don't know i like it yeah though. How's the, uh, see, you've been hitting the gym pretty hard. How's that going? It was good, man. Just getting back on it. And yeah, finally getting away from the, uh, the garage gym that I've been in since COVID. So back in an actual gym and it's been good, man. How about yourself? Where are you at? Man, I hit it hard for the six months I was gone. We came back. We had some stuff going on here. So I've been slacking, but, uh, this week I've had, been doing two a days every day this week so far so it's been good um nice. but I'm, I'm back in the garage here just because virginia's weird it's like open and closed open and closed um but i'm probably gonna look into getting a gym membership i mean so that's the thing is on base we have a huge gym but it's closed right now because um, we're at a training center so there's a uh, a thousand students or whatever a day and they're just worried about you know the stuff spreading like wildfire and so what they do is they proactive and shut it down ahead of time. Great state of Florida. Don't have to worry about those issues. Dude, great state of Florida. Just wide <laughs> open to everything. But I, I told open. you, I like, uh, you know, I travel for work sometimes. And last year I was in Philly and everything was shut down. Um, business was out of business. Dude, they still weren't allowing people like in restaurants. Um, same month I went to Miami for training. Uh, it was wide open, no, no mask, all the full capacity, everything, you know, and it's like, well, what's the right answer? You know what I mean? So the, the right answer is whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. 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 Honestly, at the, at the end of the day, like, you know, it's, this is America, whatever you're comfortable with, whatever you want to do, by all means do it. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, you got a um, shack or a penny Jersey on or neither? Oh, one cent, one cent nation. Dude, I loved Penny when I was a kid. Kid was nasty, man. Did you see those? Uh, they're bringing back the Penny ones this year. I did, but did you see that? Um, was it in Flawless? The Flawless uh, logo man auto that's coming out with Penny in this recent set? No way. 
bro nasty so but nasty. is it uh but it's definitely not player or game use right it's just the manufactured no flawless is all game use this this run all of it even even la penny i mean even that's the sick. bro you saw the lebron triple so I, I saw someone offered three hundred thousand, right? The card, card the card's, a, the card's a million dollars plus, and it's no question about it. Because it's three game used LeBron logo man. It's even with the, no auto. It's the best modern LeBron card of ever. Period, and it might be one of the best yeah. LeBron cards of all time, besides the exquisite. Well, who, who, um, who, who said that? Jedi said that too, right? In the group chat. Yeah. So this look. Let me, let me get his. Uh, yeah, check that out. Dude, that's so what do you think that's gonna go for? Something like that. I would like to have it if I can get it for like fifteen hundred bucks. I just don't think it's gonna be fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so GG GG two Jedi, uh Gerald. He said that too. He said that's the the best LeBron, modern LeBron card ever produced. I agree. Um so let me ask you this. So let's say you pack pulled that, right? Mm-hmm. And you would you take it to a Lakers game to see if you could get him to sign it? No, God, no. He wouldn't, right? Because he was contract with nah, the day. Nah, he would tell you to piss off. I'd, I'd I'd go straight to PSA, make sure not to use a group server to do it. <laughs> go right to PSA. <laughs> yeah, I'd walk in and say, "I need you guys to slab this for me," and then uh, figure it out from there. I I honestly think that it's it's one of the most. Um, I don't know what's the best way to put it. I want to say iconic just because obviously his exquisite RPA is iconic for him. Even his like tops Chrome is iconic, but it's one of the most meaningful LeBron cards because of what it stands for. Having all three logos from each team that he played with that he's won championships with. I think it's a very, very special card. I think that any LeBron collector is going to want that card very very severely now what gets interesting is is if you start doing case breaks and you join pick your teams and you pick oh, the, heat, the randomized you yeah but you pick the heat because the heat don't doesn't really have a rookie this year that's worth a damn right i don't think so their prices should be priced accordingly however they're going to price in the chance to get that that triple um that's the way to go about it just pick the heat in every case break and just say hey if we get the do we get the the triple just was all split it. Yeah, you know, but you know, people aren't going to do that. You have to, bro. Imagine a dice roll on a, a million dollar plus card. I'm just saying, you know, I, I mean, I don't know about million, but I've seen thousand dollar cards where actually, I, maybe I haven't. For no, probably nothing that big. Yeah, I think the the suburbs would have to just, or the breakers are going to have to be like, listen, if we hit this card, it's getting split no matter what. Yeah, you want to you, buy you know, the other people out, go ahead. But well, you remember that's what happened with flawless football like two years ago when they pulled uh RBI crew, Adam did. It was the Mahomes and Tom Brady dual oh, auto yeah. out yep. of two. And Ryan, I think, had Pats, and then I can't remember who had Chiefs. And Ryan was like, Well, I'll just I'll buy your half out. And that's what they ended up doing. Because they, they said we're not gonna do a random, we're not letting it go to random. I'll just we'll have a negotiation afterwards. They talked. I think Ryan ended up paying for his portion of the car to own it outright. So but if you were so let's say you're the other guy, would you insist on a random or would you want to just have someone buy you out? You know I don't like to gamble. Okay. Okay, let's 
let's be smart about this. All three of us need to go into a contract together, make a decision what we want to do with it. We can value it at fair value. If you want to pay and buy me out of my portion, so be it. But yeah, I, I think it's too much money just to say, you know, roll the dice on it. I think a lot of people would be 50-50 on that. I think a lot of people would want to roll the dice and be like, I want that card and be sole owner of it. But it's, it's, it's tough to it's swallow three, it. It's three people. It's not a 50-50 chance. Well, I know. I'm just talking about the Mahomes-Brady deal. Oh, the Mahomes. You're referring to that? Oh, oh man. I don't know. Because that card probably, was probably, like, what, $15,000 card maybe? Yeah, or more. Yeah. I mean, it's so tough. With, anytime Brady signs something. Yeah. Like, well, I, I'm sure those two aren't going to be signing on the same card, you know, often. They'll probably use stickers. But anyways, if it's that card, then yeah, let's roll the dice on it. But if we're talking about a million dollar plus, right. I'm not I'm not rolling dice on a million dollars, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was just thinking, um, only thing I think that could make those cards better um, is what if they did like uh, – but like almost like a sports ticket, right? What if they started doing like relics from specific games or like what if that was LeBron, Cavs, like or what if it was like three MVP jerseys, right? Like, uh, I don't know. What would make it better? It's nothing really. I mean, for LeBron, just the auto, which you're not going to get, right? Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the best patches ever produced, I think, is when Panini were doing the finals logo from the jerseys from finals oh, yeah. games. I think those are some of the best cards ever produced just because that is, that is really a piece of history right there. Literally played in the finals. That's, that's badass. It's crazy. Um, golly. Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Don't talk to me about that, man. They're just, that's a sensitive subject. You know, I'm a LeBron fan and I just see LeBron play as well as he's playing at the age in which he is. And to just have such a shitty team and such a Gumby co-star and Anthony Davis so goddamn soft, man. I just, oh my God, it blows my mind. If he's not seriously injured, he's nicked up every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's been that way his whole career. Um, I, I know, dude, but God. He's got, uh, I didn't think Davis was a bad signing. I mean, they won that uh, flu or COVID season championship but like I, i've been saying for years i wouldn't take russell westbrook on any team and i'm a, and i'm an orlando magic fan i wouldn't want him on my team i don't know how you're not able to get um buddy healed i would have definitely taken buddy healed over uh westbrook uh, there's not even there's not even a question but you gotta remember bro like that whole team's been like seriously in and out of injuries i think they've only played like collectively I wouldn't even say five or six games together because Kendrick Nunn hasn't even played a game. So they he's on the Lakers. Yeah, dude, he's been out with his, a knee injury the whole season. Forty-four games, he's been out. Did they trade him from the Heat? They either trade or picked him up. He was like a, a free agent. I don't know. All I know is that they have they have decent pieces. They just haven't been able to be on the court together healthy. So how right. can you really score them where they're at? It's, it's I, like Ron, I like I like uh, Rondo with them a lot. I don't. They trade him already. He's gone. I don't know what happened with that. Why they let Rondo go, or they didn't re-sign him? But no, they they had him on the team this year. They traded him this year. I think he was with somebody else and got traded. No, no, no. he was like with I, the Lakers. I, this, I, he was one hundred percent with the Lakers this year. And then they traded him. I think you're wrong. 
You want to? You want to bet? I don't want to bet. Uh, let's bet. You're a gambling man. You said let's bet. Let's see. I mean, they, so you're saying they traded him to the Cavs, and who'd they get? It was like bullshit. It was like it was a roster spot opening. Hmm. Was I right? No, I don't know. I can't. It's like it's weird to be on the spot trying to look this crap up. Let me see. I'll go to Wikipedia. That should. Say I mean, right. I, I I looked up. Uh, it can't be that hard. You type into Google, dude. <laughs> so he was on the Lakers, then or oh, wow, the Clippers. Okay. He was on the Clippers, Lakers, Cavaliers the last two years. No, this year. Let's look at this year. Who he started with on the roster. It was opening day. It was with the Lakers, and they got traded mm-hmm. for uh, a roster spot opening on the Lakers. Doesn't make any sense. Rondo never gets uh, the love I think he deserves, especially on a team like that. See, Clippers. He was on the Clippers. Rondo was traded to Memphis on August 16th, 2021. Twelve days later, he agreed to a buyout and was waived. August 31st, signed one-year deal with the Lakers. You're right. And then the Lakers traded Rondo to the Cavs. You're right. I was wrong. I'm glad I didn't bet anything. I love being right. I'm glad I didn't bet anything. <laughs> are you are you frozen on your end? You're you're frozen for sure, yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. A little bit of movement. Yeah, we're good. God, that was not a good look just now being frozen. Um yeah, dude. I mean, what else do you want to chat about? I don't know. Um been so much drama and nonsense yeah i mean it's kind of exhausting i noticed there's a lot of podcasts too a lot of podcasts popping up a lot of podcasts popping up yeah i just like talking you know oh i know you're 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 an og though you've been doing podcasts since 2021 I mean, for me, it's just, it's more just talking and shooting the shit, not really, uh, not interested in the data and the analytics of it all or the plays, right? I mean, I think, um, you know, we did the Luca Tiger thing and they wanted plays from you and you were like, I don't have any. Um, I, 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 yeah, it's, it's funny because I was thinking about this earlier. A buddy of mine had uh, reached out to me, which is kind of catching up. He was with one of, Someone that I know, a colleague of mine, sent me a photo. They're at you know dinner, and I was like, man, like he had hit me up like three months ago. He's like, hey, I got like six grand cash. Can you just get me some you know collectibles, some alternative uh, investments? And I was just like, man, like I just hate doing that. Like I hate telling someone what to buy, who to buy, when to sell, or giving advice. Like I, I just don't like that pressure of like you know being responsible for someone else's potential loss like i'd hate to feel that way i i don't like that way like for us like when we bought that lomelo dual logo man like you guys are in the hobby you guys are my friends so for me when i came to you guys with it it was it was easier it's easier when you're involved in the hobby to go in on something with somebody versus someone that has no knowledge and you're telling them well i think you should buy this or i think you should buy that and then you should sell at this point i hate that like i post everything i buy on my instagram story every time it comes in the mail i always post it uh, you may not see it again for a while, but I still post it up and it's there. Um, those are my plays. I mean, shit, I'm not, uh, I'm not the guru on this. I don't know the next thing that's going to make a ton of money. I just do my research and kind of buy what I like at the same time. 
Yeah, I think it's uh, – I think – I was thinking about this earlier. Like, you, you just have to think about um, – there's always, like, the in-season, out-of-season plays um, and things like that. But it's just hard because the hobby went from, like, a, a small group of folks and then people that were doing these plays for not a lot, not a lot of money. I think a lot of people like me, I started off just doing it just so I could like trade up. Right. Like it was all about like, how can I trade up and get the cards I want? And then it turned into like this booming business, like you said, and then it's turned into the, a huge money grab for everybody. But then, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I don't think cards are ever going to go away, but I definitely think, you know, we're set up for a, a collapse for sure. And it's already starting. Um, I, I think collapse is like a, is a hard way of saying it. Cause I think that we already experience you know, a correction, I think correction would be the more appropriate way. Um, yeah. Because things have leveled off and certain cards aren't having the value that they once had. And I don't think they're ever going to have that type of gain again. But I, it's hard to say collapse, bro. Like you say collapse, you're thinking like complete, just utter, everything's worthless. And I think yeah. it, it, it could get there. I don't know, dude. I just don't think that we're anywhere close to a collapse. But I, I do think that you have to be smart with what you buy. I just think that there's too many different people. I think people got burned. And I think people went to NFTs, you know, and they're making some, they're having some success with NFTs, but NFTs, there's going to be a big bag. I know you and I had spoke about that already a few times at separate occasions. Um, and then they get burned there. So it's hard to say. The one thing that has stayed steady, comic books. Comic books have stayed steady through all of this. Yeah, unless Marvel decides to kill off whoever it is you're buying and then. Yeah, but if you buy if you buy certain key books, like I mean, Iron Man's dead. Look at oh, Iron yeah. Man's Tale Suspense Thirty Nine keeps going up. So, yeah, I got that uh, that first Iron Man for me. I haven't checked the, the comps on that one. I'll show him uh, my son, little Donnie, on Facetime the other day. He's like, "When the heck did you get that Iron Man?" I'll be like, "I got it from Brandon over the summer." So, dude, the colors on that book are sharp too. Then what was that? An A five yeah. or eight? Seven five. Was it seven five? And it was what off white yeah. white pages. I think so, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, what? So, how do you feel about the the dual logo man blockchain card? I think, uh, me personally, I'm I'm happy, right? Anytime you uh, potentially double your money, no matter what, that's, that's great. I think, um, I think it's one of those situations we'll look back on like 10, 20 years from now and be like, hey, we were the first ones to buy one of these blockchain cards, grade it, sell it, um, because it does have the NFT with it too, even though that's, that was something separate. But like, I think Pete, the hobby is just not up on it yet, right? It goes hand in hand with all this NFT stuff. So I think one day we'll look at it and be like, damn, it was like a $2 million card. If those guys can play it well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know why that, did you hear that bing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I for the, I'm happy. Anytime that we can double money, I'm happy, especially you're talking about big amounts like that. Um, I think we did well with the card. I think we actually did more than a double. I think was slightly more than a double. We need to take in yeah, the NFT did. that we, yeah, we sold the NFT for four grand and I think it was four grand, right? <clears throat> and then the card with buyer's premium was like 61,000 or something. So I think we did well with it, man. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime that you can make money, um, doing anything in profit is is good. Profit is good, yeah, whether it's a dollar profit or, you know, in that case, you know, 
a ton of money profit. It's it's still good. Uh, it probably would have felt better if it was a one man operation, right? You would have been so much happier that oh man, look how much profit I made. But I had fun with that car. Like our conversations that we had with it, like that was the whole point of the car. The point of the card was for us to, to have some entertainment with it, have some fun with it, not become rich off of it, but yet maybe do some good off of it, make some good profit, which we did, and, and have fun with it, dude. We were in those group chats always chatting and talking shit. We got the card in. I did a whole, like, you know, live reveal on FaceTime with you guys, and then we graded it, and when I got the grade, we were so pumped. We were stoked at it at PSA 10. So the card was fun, man. To me, that, that was – the best like uh resuscitation in the hobby you know like they gave some life to it to me yeah it, w- it was fun the whole uh we got like the i remember the excitement for like that we got the upcharge and like just everything yeah it was it was a good it was definitely a good time and then even letting our minds run wild at least me and fuddy more so than anybody else of just the speculation of what the card could do that was that was fun for me too um the golden auction was not fun watching it get extended over and over like that because I've never watched a golden auction or been a part of one. So every time it would get extended, it was like a glimmer of hope. And I was like, how many, how many times is this thing going to extend? And then I think finally Rob was like, every time someone bids, they extend. So Yeah, so every time someone bids, you get like another 30 minutes to counter is what I heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I would have kept countering. <laughs> but... <laughs> Go, go straight up to 100 grand like you and Funny thought it was going to be. Well, hey. it's funny because the last the last time it went up, I was me. I think I don't think funny. I think me, Bobby, and Robin Williams up, and I was like, because the it was like maybe ten extensions, right? And every time it would just go up, it was like two grand, and then it was like it jumps to three, then four or five or whatever it is. But like. It would only be like one bid, and then literally the last ten seconds, someone would bid again to extend it, and I was like, and then the last one, it went to like fifty-five or fifty-eight, and then immediately went to sixty-one, and I was like, here it is, we're gonna have a bidding war. And then Rob was like, no, that was some dude that <laughs> I'm going to bed. This is what I'm. Uh, this is like my final, like you know. And I was like, damn it, I didn't think about it like that. So yeah, I, I, I was can past- imagine. I was passed out. I woke up and you guys were blowing up text. I was like, I'm going back to sleep. I was on vacation. Yeah. I, I woke up that morning to find out how much it sold for. I just, I just think it's wild. Like even for, I think it was 61 or 62, like you said, with the buyer's premium, but like who, these guys must, they must not be married. That's the only thing I can think of when I see stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'm going to spend 60 K on a card. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but it's all relative, right? Oh, oh, you never know. Oh, you never yeah. know. Even like at the card shows, you could at the card shows seeing people walk around, you could never pick out who, like, you could line a hundred people up and no one would be able to pick out who the richest person was there unless you knew. Yeah, people are so unassuming, you just have no idea. You uh, you should have seen the the reaction my wife had when my car had got dropped off from uh delivery she didn't even know i bought it oh my gosh you never told me that <laughs> i said i said hey i just want to let you know that i uh i have a shipment coming in tomorrow that i have to be here for um and she's like what is it and i was like uh it's, it's a car she's like what she's like yeah i just i bought a car a couple of days ago <laughs> she, was, dude, she was like are you kidding me i was like yeah sorry 
<laughs> Did you take it on vacation? No, 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 no. Um, I, I still got to take it to the shop to get everything put on there, but I don't want to drive it that far, man. I mean, that was that was a three and a half hour drive. I just don't, I don't think that thing would be that comfortable for me for three and a half hours. It's it's fun to scoot around there, it, though. You'd get there quick. I'd probably get pulled over for sure. That's for damn sure. My wife would be. Has, has she driven it? She won't, man. I, I tell her to drive it. I was like, just, just go get your nails done. Like sometimes like the cars are backed in. I was like, just go take it out to get your nails done. Or she has to rush out of the house. It's like, absolutely not. You're going to yell at me. And I'm probably like, you're, you're probably right, dude. Because I see what she does to her car. And I have to get the rim protection every time that I get her a car. Because she always scuffs. It's so nauseating. I, I look out the other day. I was like, what did you hit? I hit anything. Mm. I'm like, you hit, clearly hit something because your rim is all scuffed out. What are you talking about? And she just like she, I don't know. She doesn't get it. I, I don't, I don't know. She doesn't get it. I'm gonna uh, plead the fifth with my wife and and cars and what we've gone through. I feel like you're a bad driver. I, I feel like you're being racist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, up. No, I'm a great driver. Um, I, I've been saying since I was 16 that I should have driven, been a NASCAR driver. I'm too big. Oh, uh, see, then that's damn ridiculousness. What, and my dad's what, always what, like, qual- everyone thinks qual- that. Yeah, what, what qualifies you for a NASCAR? You drive a, a truck. I don't even drive a truck anymore. I sold that thing. Um, oh, that's right. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just a natural athlete, man. That's all it is. I, tell, I, I always joke to my sons, like, uh, you know, they'd be like, Dad, can you do this? I'm like, you're damn right I could do that. I'm an athlete. What do you mean, can I do that? So the, oh, of, of the, course, but but driving so is... The, oh, I know. So, but one time, my oldest son, Corey, right? He's never seen... We, we've never gone ice skating before. He's probably a teenager at this point. Um, so we're, like, going to go ice skating. And uh, we get out on the ice, and he's like, can you ice skate? And I'm like, can I ice skate? I'm I'm an athlete, son. Of course I can ice skate. And I'm like skating backwards and like stopping in the ice and doing all this stuff. And he's like, how do you know how to ice skate? I was like, I don't know. I've only done it twice in my entire life, but here we are. <laughs> Dude, I went ice skating recently with Sage and she just leached on top of me. She was terrified. Yep. Yeah. It was my shoulders were on fire when we got done. I was holding her up the whole time. I was like skating around. I was like, Dude, what are you doing? Get off it's of me. It's a lot of fun. It's fun, but God, it's I just think it's dangerous. Oh my god, yeah. That's not that's not my cup of tea. I'd rather be having a, a glass of wine. <laughs> you can't man, I just I can't wait to get back to Florida, honestly. I know I was talking to Olivia about it the other day. I was like, Man, I think they're gonna move down here like once not like specifically to Tampa, but like at least down to Florida, we can, you know, kinda get some uh some more trips and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, my daughter will be out of the house here soon, so we'll we'll be ready for uh, staycations wherever. You just let us know where you want to meet up at. So Ocean Prime, but that place is phenomenal. <laughs> and you and you go there too much because we walked in and everybody knew who you were. So I love that place, man. That that dessert is the best dessert in the in the universe. Yeah, I got to take Lucia there. I was explaining it to her, and she was like, "What." Yeah, it's it's so good, dude. Oh my god, so fire! If uh, if the Bucks, you think they're gonna beat the Rams this week, dude? It really depends on how healthy that O line is, man. Um, 
if uh, if Wars is is going to be playing injured, I think they have no shot. Right. No shot. I think that no, he, did line, not, he didn't look good at all. No, and you're talking about someone that has played every single snap, playing injured. Obviously, the O line is always riddled with injuries, um, and for him not to be able to play because it was that bad of an injury, he it. it if that would happen to anyone else, it'd probably be like a season-ending type of injury, right? So, yeah, guy's just a tough son of a bitch. And uh, and then the center goes down, too. Um, I don't know, man. That that defensive line for the Rams is tough. It is tough. Yeah. Kyler Murray couldn't do shit. He could not do anything. He looked no, terrible. He looked terrible. And it really wasn't his fault. It was just <clears throat> that the defensive line is that good. Yeah, that's how uh, how fickle the hobby is too, right? Kyle Murray has a first playoff game, a bad game, and people are like, "Oh, he's going to baseball." I'm like, "Are you guys nuts?" Like, it, the thing that's surprising for me is Kyle Murray. You know, they recently did a, like a high school football rankings in in Texas, and he was ranked number one as the all time greatest high school football player, which I didn't know that. Um, I thought for sure he would stick with baseball. And then, and then when they're talking about him being the number one pick and I was like, damn, is this guy that good? He is that good. Um, you know, it's just tough. It's your first playoff game. And like you said, that, that defense was no joke. I mean, right. So that's how tough it is. That was uh what is it? 13 seasons for Matt Stafford. And that's his first playoff win. So it's not easy to win in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was looking on um, uh, what's the sports betting app? Um, DraftKings. I was looking on DraftKings and they had like a a prop bet of uh, Stafford and Brady throwing for a combined over 600 yards. That was one of the prop bets, and I was like, yeah, I don't think that's who, gonna happen this weekend. Who they have favored? What's the line look like? Um, here I'll tell you right now. Are they playing in Tampa? Right or no? That I don't. That I don't know. Are you not going to go to any of the games? Dude, I hate going to games in person. I was actually going to go to the game if Arizona would have won because uh, high-end mm-hmm. Kyler had hit me up. He's like, hey, if they go, I'll fly down. We'll go to the game. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll do that with you and hang out. But obviously that uh, did not work out, and he is a super collector of high-end Kylers, and uh, he is not happy to say the least. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be fine. He'll nah, fine. he'll be. Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. So right now it's uh, Tampa minus three. You got it close then. So it's the Rams at Tampa. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, man. That defense is nasty. It is very nasty, and it, and the Bucks' offense is riddled <laughs> with a depleted. Wide receiver core and their offensive line is injured. I hope Fournette comes back this weekend. I don't know. Ronald Jones, too. I think Fournette will be back. The Keyshawn Vaughn did good. Um, yeah, I know. I think dude. it's going to Bra- be tough because, like, go ahead. I'm going to say Brady makes so many little, like, guys so good. You know what I mean? Like, it's insane. Keyshawn Vaughn looked great. Oh, yeah. It looks insane. I think uh, it's going to be tough for the or the Bucks only because uh, Jalen Ramsey's really only got to shut one person down. I think, if anything uh, – Rob Gronkowski might have a huge game. And Ra- Ramsey's not going. He, he's not going to shut down Evans. That's just not going to happen. You don't think so? No, nah, not over I'm a top. Huge, I'm a huge. I love Ramsey. I've always liked him. You know, he's a I, jag. So if you, you're talking about a go get him ball, I think if Evans actually puts effort in on the play because he gives up on a lot of routes. <laughs> but if it's a go get him ball, and they both have a 50 50 shot. 
Evans is getting that fucking ball. We'll see that. Uh, that should be a Sunday game, right? There's no way Tom's playing on Saturday. Yeah, Sunday at three. Yeah. Man, you know anybody? If they make it to the Super Bowl, I'll come down. You say what? You know anybody? Can we get to the Super Bowl if they get super? If they make it over to LA? They're playing in LA, aren't they? That's where the Super Bowl is. I think so. Right? I don't even know. I think My buddy, so. Um, my buddy was dating this lawyer for years, um, like a corporate lawyer, and he would go to the Super Bowl every year. And he said he he stopped going because he said it was like it sucked because like normal fans couldn't afford it, and it was like just a huge corporate event. Um, like people didn't even care about the game. He was like, "What are we doing here? Like, why am I the only one in this luxury box that cares about the football game and no one else does?" <laughs> yeah. That's where all the big deals go down, or events like that. Man, you know that. Huge, yeah, huge deal. That's a wine and dine event for sure. Oh yeah, lots of money exchanged at those events. Well, let let's plan on going to national. Yeah, yeah. Bobby yeah. said something about uh, getting a suite at one of the casinos, and I'm down. Make it a weekend. Yeah, maybe I might be down. But they're doing admission tickets, right? We have to get tickets and shit, or that shit sells out. How's that work? Yeah, I don't know if it does it sell out. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. They, that shit sold out like uh, last year, but they also had the COVID restrictions and it doesn't seem like COVID's going anywhere considering it's the new flu, so they're still, everyone's going to be scared. Yeah, it's New Jersey, though. They're not going to have any restrictions, are they? It's new Jersey. I don't know. Bill says there's a shit ton of restrictions that they got up there. Oh, is there? Um, yeah, let's get, I, I think we should plan on going for like at least one day. I think one day's enough. Um and maybe do something else. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <clears throat> I, I need to figure out what in March. No, was it? What is it? June? I think it's July. Is it July? July what? Let me see. I'll look right now. Here, here we have a podcast talking about sports cards. We don't even know where the biggest card show is. It's a. Uh, July 27th through the 31st. So it's after 4th of July. Should be a nice, quiet weekend. <laughs> nice, quiet weekend. Just a great getaway. Yeah. Hang, hanging out with a bunch of friends. Who do you think out of the group would go for sure? Well, Bobby um, lives I'm there. Gonna... So Bobby lives there. Bobby. So I definitely think Bobby would go. No excuse. There's zero excuse not to go. Um... You and me, probably oh, Rob. Oh yeah, Rob, Rob's a yeah. Uh, degenerate. He'll go. Yeah, Ro- Ro- Robo Rob would definitely go. There's no two ways about that. Yeah, Ro- Robo Rob would be. Yeah, yeah, he'd be in there easily. E- even if he didn't have a table, he'd finagle a way to have a table. He'd bring a fold out and just drop it down and be like, "Here I am, Tati Super Collector." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> drop drop a few comic books. I just remember, I'm like, you don't have all this stuff written down. How do you know the price of everything? This is crazy. Dude, he whips out these fucking, uh, he brings uh, printouts. You ain't see him at the last show? No, I just, I kept watching them because he was like, he had he had as many cases as all of us did combined. Plus he had like uh, bargain bins, comics, uh, <laughs> he had everything, he had wax. 
Yeah, and he was just like, people would be like, "How much is this?" And he'd be like, "This much." And then people would like grab card. Yeah, Robo Rob. That that was the best part about selling that uh, Lamelo Edwards is you you come in in the morning not looking at any of the text messages talking about oh we're all gonna get this we're like no you're wrong we already did all the math. (laughs) Was that wrong? I think, yeah, because you didn't have, like, the percentage of the buyer's premium and all that stuff. And, like, yeah. it was either me, one of the Asian guys, me, Robert, uh, Bobby, were like, no, we already did that. That's racist. We're good. So the white guy can't do that? I, I didn't say that. I'm just saying the Asians already did it. So you didn't have to worry about it. We, we know uh, group sellers in California can't do math. Ooh, too soon? That was too soon. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's too soon. I, I think it's, uh, like you said, man, I... It's a sad situation. Um, it's a sad situation. Yeah, sucks. It does suck. Um, I think I would be worried about my life if I was that person. So let me ask you this. Would you be more worried about your life if you were that person? Now, this has to be like a headline of the podcast. Would you be more worried about your life if you were that person or if you were Car Kahuna with Shine? I don't know if I it would be smart for me to even answer this. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's the question. Who would you I'd be, be more worried if I was Card Kahuna? It's more money, I think. Number one, um, more money. Number one, we and we know so the, we know we know what Card Kahuna's money is. We do not know what the other ones is. I feel like the other one, right? Not without knowing all the details. Um, I thought we were wrapping this up, but without knowing all the details and everything, the other, the the one, the suburb situation. I think you know this is America, right? You're just gonna file bankruptcy and it's gonna go away. All the angry people are not, but uh, that's gonna be the easy button. You know what I mean? It's like I'm I'm ruined. I'm gonna be in debt the rest of my life. Bankruptcy done. I mean, I think that's one of those situations where people just give up, you know, like what else can you do? I think it takes a special kind of person to go through something like that and then just want to be able to grind it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you can do the same thing. If you're a car kahuna and you had an LLC formed and you sold that card, you know, and you're like, I don't have the money, you could just fold that LLC as well. You could do literally the same thing if you were him. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but but putting out that you have $150 million, which I doubt he does. Of course not. And then may or may not offering 500000 is like, please take your video video down. I think um, like if I was Shine, I would have the lawyers in Miami or wherever he's from on speed dial. Like, hey, we're, we're going to do anything and everything. Like, I, I don't know what kind of money Shine has, but I imagine that it's the principal and he'd be willing to spend the two million just to make it right to get his two million back you know to break even yeah i mean i i definitely think that's the case there but it's it's like that mentality where you have one angry person or a mob of thousands of people with the group server thing because all it takes is all it takes is one nut case one nut case out there to be like fuck this guy i'm gonna fucking hunt you down so I I would I wouldn't kill someone over um I don't think any amount of money right <laughs> I can say that uh, honestly and willingly but uh 
I would show up at his house 100 in both situations. I would show up at the person's house 100%. Well, and that's kind and of like, be like a, yeah, it would be like, like a, it would be like a it, it'd be like a comedy movie. Like, uh, I would show up and be like, oh, this is your statue. Well, the head of it's mine now. And it's like, you know, like, what, are we, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, you yeah. like you like smack him in the throat and take his slippers and like fuck you these are my slippers now yeah like <laughs> oh you're eating a, a freaking eggplant parmesan now it's mine i'm eating it like what are we doing? yeah but like, but but think about the group supper right every day is a new person knocking on your door and give you fucking yeah exactly dude oh you'd have to change your name you have to, you could not touch the hobby again you'd have to just bounce you'd have to move <laughs> Yeah, I, so that's a good segue too, though. Is like, uh, are, people forget, man. Like, it's like in the hobby, they literally move from one thing to the next. But this is so big, I don't think there's any coming back from it. Bro, this isn't accidentally think... selling. This isn't accidentally selling someone else's slabs. This is no. But the problem is, though, is that nobody knows about it. Like, people do, and no one's talking about it. We're gonna be the first podcast interacting that's going to talk on this subject and yeah. people that are going to listen to it, they're either going to know and understand, or they're just not going to know like, well, who the hell are these guys talking about? So like, you know, is this the first time this has ever happened? We don't even know, dude. Like, I mean, obviously this is more of a macro scale, but I guarantee you there's some micro scale ones that have happened. Oh, I, I think um, when, when all this stuff breaks loose and everyone knows about it, it's going to be, if the rumors are true, the stuff that we've heard about, like these card shops and other people that are taking subs, um, saying that they're doing the subs and, and in reality, they're sending them to this person and not doing the subs, dude, it's going to be really bad. Yeah, it, and it should be. Of, yeah. There's, there's a huge really trust. Bad. It's a huge trust issue there, man. Like if, I, if I'm giving my cards to you, Don, and you're like, hey, Brandon, I'm sending your cards in for you. I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks, bro. I'm expecting that Don is sending my cards in. And then if all right. of a sudden I reach out and hey bro, where's my cards? I'm like, oh my bad, bro. I sent them to so and so. And then so and so gave them to so and so. I'm like, what the fuck? Like that's not what I signed up for, bro. Like if you're gonna do that, be transparent, let me know. And I would have yeah. sent them somewhere else. So some of these guys that did this are squeaky clean people. And you've you've muddied your hands now. And I think a lot of these people should come out, man. Like if you want to be a good business person, you get in front of problems and you let people understand what you did, how it happened, and what the resolution was, already having resolved the issue. But sitting on your hands idly and letting things pass by, I think is, is it's stupid. I think Hoping it goes away. I think yeah. it's irresponsible. And I think it's and then to reach out to people to tell people, hey, by the way, don't say this because blah 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 blah. That's why 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 can't say the issue that's going on that pertains to a bunch of people you don't give a shit about the people that are getting fucked over in this situation i don't know dude the whole situation bothers me yeah no i agree um because it's not like it's not going to come out right like people are already talking about it it's going to come out and at some point you're going to have to like give a statement or say something you have to um or otherwise you have the worst legal counsel in the universe and I was always told it's better to get ahead of something than not do anything at all. So that uh, I don't understand. So at some point, someone's going to have to make a statement, whether it's PSA, the suburb, 
or someone that's really big in the hobby that's affected by it that just comes out and says like this is what's going on someone correct me if i'm wrong yeah listen until then it's going to keep being spoken about in different groups yeah and this 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 whole thing might just get swept under the rug Yeah, and then I'll have to clip all the stupid stuff we've said and just keep posting it until someone says something to me about it. Until until TMZ picks it up. These fucking farm people, man. Some guy (laughs) over in California is getting his slippers taken every single day, and he has the biggest (laughs) bill at Walmart buying new fucking chocolates every single day. I I just think it's – I don't think PSA will. I don't, so that's the thing, like we talked about earlier. Like, what, I don't know what PSA, what they're going to say or not say. I think someone will find out from PSA when there's like a PSA suing so and so for this much in court. You know what I mean? When that's yeah. public information. P- PSA doesn't give a shit about Tom, Dick, and Harry in Missouri that sent their cards to the guy in California. They don't give a shit. Right. They just don't. Right. No. Nope. That's just that's just how it goes. Yeah. Well. Well, we came full circle, so um, yeah, that was oh, nice. So one last one, one last thing. So I I hundred percent appreciate you getting me the uh, the one on one, the super fracture of a guy that I'm prospecting. Um, I would like to send it to PSA, um, and then if uh, if Rob will let me send a couple more cards, let me know because I I do trust Rob. I trust you. Um, that's <laughs> about it. I that's about it though. I don't know. This whole thing is like the knowing what I know. I I don't think I could send with a group summer now no personally and, I, and, I just, and, yeah in psa they need to which is funny because the past four months or so subs are getting done quicker if you send them on your own than with group suburbs right the express and super express right. but then it goes it goes back to the whole thing of like okay well we know what happened with so-and-so in cali like what could have happened with group suburbs now like you're telling me that my Super Express is taking express level time frame, but so-and-so sent it locally and got it back quicker. Did you really send mine in that subframe or did you send it to the other one to profit some more money off of me? How the fuck right, do you right. know? Yeah, I think, yeah, and I, and don't get me wrong. I think there's still, there's obviously good people in the hobby. There's good subbers. I just think me personally, it's like, Thinking about it, like you said, like, how do you know they're not sending it uh, economy when they're telling you they're sending express or whatever it is, right? And then, um, and the whole advantage of sending with the group server before was the discount on price. Well, now these guys are charging more mm-hmm. to send with it's them. It's done. And they're, not, done. and they're not allowed to clean the cards anymore or prep them either. So it's like, that's the stuff I didn't want to do. <laughs> so, no, trust me, I'm, I'm, well, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy sent, yeah. sending me sending me cards and top loaders with painter's <laughs> tape on them still from ebay like the fuck do i look like you prick <laughs> <laughs> the best part is uh the one group chat we're in um everyone's like who are we sending with i'm like i only send to one person and i'm not naming any names yeah i'm well aware who you're thinking of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everyone else is gonna know now so you're welcome yeah, thanks, guys. I do not do group subs. Just let everyone know that listens to this, all of uh, of Don's homies. So please do not send to me. 
I do not send if you're not, cards. If you're not in the cell phone group chat, I think, uh, not on Instagram, I think like a personal, if, if people don't have your cell phone, then don't ask. Yeah, well, that, that's easy there to find. <laughs> so, thanks. Well, you know what I mean, like, so. But yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. Hopefully uh, this recorded well and I'll get it uploaded to uh, YouTube. And then I'll, 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 supposedly I asked uh, Andrew if I can, take the, the recording of this and put it on like anchor still to stream. Mm -hmm. So if, if that's the case, then it's all good. If not, this might be the one and only live podcast I do. So you have to be um, able to, I would imagine. So, right. I hope so. We'll find out. I'm not, I'm not exactly a tech wizard. So nor am I. Yeah. So we're going to, we got to find, Oh, maybe Rob, Robo Rob can help. <laughs> Drew has to know. Drew's far more in the know and stuff like that. Oh really? All right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. As always. Yeah, no worries, I'll, dude. I'll uh, I'll hit you up. All right, brother. It was a pleasure, bro. Thanks. Later. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Break and Wax podcast. Please, if you enjoyed it, share it. Um, send the link out. Put it on your story. I welcome all feedback and comments send me a message let me know what you're thinking about what you want to talk about and if you want to be a guest on the show i answer all my dms i think it's weird when people don't that's another story for another day again thank you for listening i appreciate the support and all the love peace